Hey, 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 everybody. This is John Henning, the host of Top Dog Radio. This podcast is focused on small business growth. And in our current series, we're talking with top dogs in the real estate, mortgage, and insurance industries. My goal with this podcast is to help you generate more leads, close more business, and increase your commission checks. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and six other outlets, all listed at topdogradio.com. Visit topdogradio.com and listen in here while we interview another top dog. All right, and today here on Top Dog Radio, we're joined today by founder and president of AmSpirit Business Connections, Frank Egan. Thank you so much, Frank, for your time. We appreciate you joining us. Hey, John, thanks for having me on. Uh, really appreciate it. We've known each other a long time. This is uh, great to reconnect and have this opportunity. Definitely, definitely. I remember the first time I talked with you um, about networking, and it's been quite a few years, way back before the 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 hype on the LinkedIn stuff, man. I uh, yeah. I remember talking to you quite some time ago. I think we I think we actually met in person. Is how we actually met. Right? We, we might have. It was a it was a long time ago. I think it was before the market crash in two thousand eight, maybe. But it was a yep. long time ago. Yep, it definitely was. I was I was in franchising for just a couple of years. I was traveling for a. Uh, let me see. I think it was a franchise trade show at some point and somewhere we crossed paths and yep. you know, kind of kind of talked a couple of times over the years. And, you know, talking about, you know, meeting people and, you know, relationships and staying in touch and all that type of stuff. You know, that's that's kind of like your forte. It's it's kind of like what you do. You you are the connector. And I have you in my phone, the connector, Frank Agan. That's your title <laughs> in my phone. Thank right? you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's just, I mean, it's something that I have become very proficient at over the years. And uh, I call myself a student of it because I'm always learning. Uh, there's right. always something more to learn, try and get better at it. Can you tell the audience here, now we're going to be talking to insurance folks, mortgage folks, and real estate folks. That's kind of the, the audience here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, a two-minute overview, who is Frank? Kind of give us the, give us the uh, quick version of it and uh, tell us who you are. Yeah, uh, I'm Frank Agan. I live in Columbus, Ohio. I actually came here 36 years ago to go to law school. I have a law degree and an MBA from Ohio State. Um, I started work in a really big firm uh, and I was a tax consultant. Decided after about six years, I didn't want to be a tax consultant for the rest of my life. Went into private practice. And John, I tell people that a funny thing happened when I went into private practice. And the funny thing was that nothing happened. I had no idea how to get clients. And I'm sure everybody on this call can probably remember that moment when they first put out their shingle or first said, I'm going to be a realtor or an insurance agent. And it's kind of a scary moment. And uh, so through, um, through an introduction, I had a conversation one day with a friend who was an attorney and she said, you need to get into a tips club or a leads group. And there was one in Columbus at that time. It wasn't BNI. There was one in, in Columbus and I got involved with it. I joined, I got involved and make a long story short, I ended up becoming its first franchisee and then buying it out in the early 2000s. And that kind of set me on this whole new path. I'd stopped the practice of law at that point. It set me on this whole new path of being a, uh, uh, being a connector, helping entrepreneurs, sales reps, professionals, insurance people, realtors, mortgage lenders, helping them become more successful by tapping into the relationships around them. So it's a program that's similar in nature to BNI. It's a membership-based organization, uh, one per category and groups. So that's that's me. A lot of books, podcasts, a lot of things on, on networking. 
Good deal. Good deal. Now, there's, there's a lot of ways to drive business to your business, but I know that one of the things we've talked extensively about has been the referral side, and I'm assuming, um, similar to the other businesses, that's what Amspirit Business Connections does. It connects people from, from non-competing industries so that there's a, a referral exchange there, right? Is that the kind of the gist of it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, but what I, have, what I have found is, you know, introducing people is, is not even half the battle. Mm -hmm. I, mean, there are, I tell people there are three reasons why you don't get referrals. And I talk about this consistently in the organization. One, you don't have the relationship. So you met somebody for the first time, they're not just going to start handing you referrals. They need to get to know you. They need to get to like you. They need to get to trust you. And generally speaking, most people are decent individuals and that will happen. Um, and that's the first thing. The second reason why somebody might not get referrals is they're known, they're liked, and they're trusted, but people don't recognize opportunities for them. For example, when I was an attorney, I struggled getting referrals because I did a poor job of telling people what I was looking for. Even though they liked me and wanted to help me, they had no idea. And then the third reason why people don't get referrals is they know you, they like you, they trust you, they recognize opportunities, but they're not comfortable or don't have an ability to connect you with the referral target for whatever reason. They, it might be something related to life insurance or just they're not comfortable talking about it. So it's those three things. And when people come to me and say, hey, you know, I'm struggling getting referrals, whether it's in our organization or just talking to people in general, I say, let's pick it apart. It's one of three things. Let's, let's, let's fix them. Um, where do you have, where do you see out of those three? Cause I mean, those are three like powerful statements on why they're not getting referrals out of those three though, which one do you think is, is probably the most critical to master? Like which one of those three, if, if folks are listening here and they're, they're having trouble getting referrals from other people, which of those three should you, would you say, this is the one you should focus on because you're going to get the biggest return for your effort and time investment out of those three. That's a great question. And it's not just a great question, it's an easy question, John. The answer is the second one, getting people to recognize opportunities. I mean, let's face it, people who are in real estate, people who are in insurance, people who are mortgage lenders, they're generally personable people. So to develop relationships, it's kind of in their blood. And, and that's the front end of it. The back end of it, it's easy for people to talk about those things with others. It's, you know, there's not this big taboo about um, selling real estate or getting insurance. It's the middle thing and getting, getting people to recognize opportunities for you. And I'll give you, and I'll give you an example. Um, you know, a, a insurance person might, might say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm an insurance agent and, you know, send me people who need insurance. That really kind of begs the question. And I always tell people in the organization and in general, don't tell me what you do, tell me when you do it. And that's, it, it's, so much, it's so much more powerful because if, I, if you just tell me your insurance agent, it doesn't really answer a lot of questions for me. But when you start talking about the whens and there's dozens of whens, mm -hmm. then you really start to empower people to find you referrals. Let me give you an example. If you're an insurance agent and you tell people, hey, listen, if you know somebody who whose son or daughter just got their driving permit or just got their license, that's a win. That's when I can swing into action and I can help them get the best insurance, but the best rate. I mean, the, the bottom line is, John, is that when people, if, 
well, you've had you've had teenagers. Your insurance doesn't go down, right? When you have teenagers, it, it, it goes through the roof. So it's kind of an easy thing. If if you're an insurance agent, I'm out talking to a client, and I my son just got his license. Wow, what did that do to your your insurance? Well, threw it through the roof. You know, hey, listen, I know somebody you ought to talk to. So that's an that's an example of a when, uh, you know, something to something to look for. Um, people having collections, classic car collections, um, baseball card collections. I mean, those, some of those things are really valuable. And those are wins, those, win, those are talking points that can get people, get the insurance agents in the door. If nothing else, it gets, it gets people thinking about them. It gets their referral partners thinking about them. Mm -hmm. If I, I'm fond of saying, if you say anybody, anybody's a good referral, anybody needing insurance, it's akin to saying nobody. And it's just how yeah. the human brain works. You know, it does, there's nothing, there's nothing to, for the brain to latch on. But if yeah. I, but if I say, hey, if you know somebody who's got a teenage driver, think of me. The moment they run into somebody with a teenage driver, they will think of the insurance agent. Uh, so you're saying to to educate the referral sources, not just tell them what you do. Like, I'm I'm a real estate guy. Um, you're saying tell them when people, the people I want to talk with, are, are when they're moving, when they've had a child, when they got married, when they got divorced. So the when is the important thing here. I mean, not that everybody knows, so don't take it the wrong way. But everybody knows what a real estate agent does. They think they know what a real estate agent does. Right. But the the when is the more important part um how important do you think that educating the referral partners is i mean what what could the the impact be on that i mean i'm i think i know the answer to this but if i'm educating if i'm talking to uh you know five people and and i really clearly explain when i want to talk with someone whether i'm in mortgage real estate or insurance you know, what, what does that look like for me in the future? What are the chances, I guess, can, there's no number, but does it like double my chances of getting a referral if I, if I educate them on when? Well, you know, the, the, the exponential growth, um, I mean, it's probably in, it, 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 you probably can't calculate it. Right. Because if you're saying things like anybody, chances are you're <laughs> getting nothing. So right. when you go from- So anything's better than one. zero. Yeah, right. Right, infinite. Um, but it, we have this thing in our brain, we have lots of things in our brain, but there's a thing in our brain called the reticular activation system. And what the reticular activation system, and this is key for everybody to understand, for the realtors and insurance people, mortgage people to understand, really anybody in business. But what the reticular activation system does is it takes in information. You're driving down the road, you see a billboard, you hear commercials on the radio, you see bumper stickers, and your brain takes in everything. And it sorts it into two basic buckets. One, noted but not relevant. And the other bucket is noted, I need to act upon it. So if you're going to your referral partners and saying, listen, if you know of somebody who is getting elderly and they're living in a split level home, recognize that's an opportunity for me to swing into action because they're probably challenged with all those stairs um, and might be prime a prime candidate to list that house and get them into a ranch or okay. a, a, a single level condo. Um, that arms that reticular activation system. So when that, when that insurance person's out meeting with a client, elderly client, 
sure. and they're in a split level home, all of a sudden they're thinking about that insurance or that realtor. You, you catch that? It's, it, sure. it's all yeah. brain science. It's I all mean, I'm science. literally sitting here thinking like, wait a minute, who do I know that is, is and it's the when. They're, yep. they're getting older, so that's, that's when I want to talk to them, and, they're in, and why do I want to talk to them? They're in a, they're in a split, and they, they're probably going to consider at some point downsizing or moving to a, a ranch or something like that. It just makes so much sense to think of it that way, and I can think of just dozens of people that I talk to all the time, and I say, tell me about yourself, and they tell me what, it, what they do. I'm yeah. an insurance person, but they never go to that next step. I think that's the, the key is that next portion of what they should be saying. I'm an insurance person. I'm a real estate person. This is when I, this is when people find me useful, right? Is that fair? Yes, like yes. this is yeah. when, when people find what I do to be useful, you know, it's a, that's a, that's pretty powerful stuff. So we talked about the, this, this is the one that's the best bang for their, their investment of time and effort is educating the referral sources on, on when, and, you know, not just what they do. Can we talk a little bit about the first one? Cause I think the first one's kind of like a foundational thing, right? They don't, they don't have the connection, right? Yeah. You know, you know, it's uh, it's easy to say, I want to get into business. And I loved your statement that you said, you know, I did this and guess what happened? Nothing. Right. Yeah. So, so you said, wait a minute, I can't do it that way. I need to do something different. You joined the group or were introduced to something there and it just made sense and clicked for you. Let's talk a little bit about that first reason that they're not getting referrals. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's getting people to know us, like us and trust us. And this is, you know, these elements are, I'll, I'll call them primitive. They've been with us since the beginning of time. Since the beginning, you know, humans first walked the planet. You know, we did business, or I shouldn't, we associated with people we knew we liked and we trusted. Mm -hmm. And if we didn't, they were out of our tribe. Um, and so we needed to do the things to get people to know us, like us, and trust us. And, you know, when I talk about being known, it's you need to be known as just, you need to be known as that person who is, is confident. Um, you know, carries themselves well. I mean, you stop and think about it. If you have a choice between working with a realtor who's kind of mopey and a realtor who's got a kind of a can-do attitude, uh -huh. who are you going to go with? You're going to go with the can-do attitude type person. Oh, the economy, I don't know. You know, you want the can-do attitude. Hey, we'll get this done. We're going to get this thing sold. I don't know if we're going to exactly get the price you had, but we're going to get the best possible price with the price you want, but we're going to get the best possible price for this home. You know, that's, that's what they're looking for. So kind of being known as that. And there's lots of elements to being, to being known. Um, uh, in, in addition, you certainly need to know the people you're working with. You know, when you get to know, get to know your clients. Uh, you know, I, I realize with it, with real estate, you know, clients don't necessarily sell homes that often, um, but it's still good to get to know them, get to know they've got kids, that, you know, they're into sailing or they're into soccer or whatever it is to kind of keep them on your radar. Because not only are you waiting for the next time that they're going to be selling a house or wanting to buy a house, but you're going to be, you're going to be wanting all the referrals they can give you. So this is just not a, okay, I sold you a home. I'm done with you. This is a sold you a home. You're part of my, you're part of my life. So that's the knowing piece. The, the liking piece is just getting people to realize that there's, you know, that they, they have an affinity towards you. And I think the best way for people to, the best way for people to achieve this 
is to do things within the community, do things for your clientele that go beyond what it is you sell. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I've talked to mortgage lenders and about this concept and they're like, well, I do lots for my clients. I give them great discounts. And it's like, yeah, you know, discounts is great business. It's kind of expected. It's not right. that's what everybody does. That's what they yeah. try to do. I mean, yeah. and nobody really knows. It's kind of like the jeweler that's got the 50% off sale. I mean, did they double the prices yesterday? Who knows? You know, so people are skeptical of that. But you know, if you're, you know, if you're the mortgage lender that's not only going to help somebody get a great rate, but you're going to help them find a great insurance person or help them find a realtor that's going to help them find the home of their dreams, that's kind of going above and beyond. You know, or if you're going, you know, to help them, uh, you know, get the car detailing person. And it's, that's where it comes in. That's where it, it's valuable to get to know, get to know your clients. So you know what they're possibly looking for. You know, oh my gosh, you're into, you know, you're, you're into African dance. You know, there's this sure. program going on over at the university. I just wanted to let you know about it. So you're, you're talking about providing additional value above and beyond almost a, from a differentiator standpoint, you know, it's a, you know, there's, there's a lot of folks in real estate. There's a lot of folks in mortgage and in insurance. And, you know, that's what, again, that's what they do, but why should I do business with you? I want to get to know you. I want to like you. Uh, I want to get to a point as a referral source where, you know, you're, you're providing even and you're talking about, let me, let me be clear on this. If I'm the referral source, so if I'm a real estate agent and I'm talking to a referral source, I'm teaching them this, or is this something in, in your conversation here that you're, you're talking directly to that person, what they should be doing with their clients? Well, this is what, this is what the real, this is what they need to be doing. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, you can't, you can't control what other people do. You can only really control yourself. And so it's mm -hmm. how you behave. Um, kind of gets into the last thing, trust, you know, being, people need to trust you. You need to be reliable, right? I mean, we, you know, I, I, we got on this call, we, we set it for one o'clock, you know, today and, and we're both on it, right? It's not, it's not me chasing you down. It's not you chasing me down. We've got a level of trust. I know I can trust you. I didn't have to check with you yesterday or this morning. Are we still on? Um, and we need to have that level of reliability with people, you know, and, or when things go wrong, we can't be blaming other people. We just kind of need to own it. You know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry that didn't work out. Um, let me fix it. Let me make it right. Those are the things that people want to know. That's, that develops the level of trust that they're willing to come back. Because we all make mistakes. Things happen, right? Sure. Yep. And I think, you know, in my experience, what I found is, you know, if you're going to differentiate yourself and provide that additional value, and that's, you know, one of the things we're doing right now, you know, I reached out to you, we had a conversation, we, this wasn't even like a scheduled thing, we were just connecting. Right. And it just came up in the conversation. And I said, you know what, you know, a lot about networking, and I'm in front of a lot of people that could use that type of advice. Can we like put the meeting here together and, you know, record this and push it out to the audience? I mean, you know, and you said, you know what? Yeah, we can, we can spend 45 minutes doing that. I'm, you know, I'm more than willing to share. Frank is very giving with his time folks, probably to a fault. So uh, potentially, but you know, it, <laughs> I believe in karma, John, everything comes back, you know, everything you, you, you help other people. It comes back to you somehow, some sure. way. Yeah. You know, and I, I found the same thing over the years, you know, we've had, uh, 
you know, I've, I've worked with, uh, I'm working with We Insure right now. I used to work with Remax selling franchises there. I'm working with We Insure, which is a homeowner's insurance franchise. And we work with a lot of real estate people and a lot of mortgage people and insurance people. And I talk to them. You know, I might talk to literally 40 or 50 people on the phone every week. Right. And you can almost tell when, when I'm talking with folks on the phone, you know, within the first 10 or 15 minutes, is this somebody, number one, that I click with, right? Is this somebody yep. that, you know, we're, we're, we're understanding what each other's saying just from a, even over the phone or a, I do a lot of video calls now, of course, with everything that's, you know, happened. Um, you know, is this somebody that I can see investing some time into um, not even looking for something in the future? And that's something that, that I'd like to chat about quickly is if I'm picking this up right, when you're giving this additional value, when you're providing that additional thing, whatever it is to those potential clients, the expectation should be that you're not necessarily getting anything in return for that, right? Oh, like absolutely. You, should, yeah. you shouldn't expect, oh, if I do this for you, this is not a quid pro quo type scenario with the clients. If I'm doing something extra for you, it's because I genuinely feel like I can provide something to you that either makes it easier for you, faster for you, better for you, but you're not required as a client to use my service, right? I mean, that's no. the, the non quid pro quo scenario, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the moment you put it, the moment there's any kind of quid pro quo, even a mention of it, even in, even joking, yep. uh, you kind of destroy, you, and that goes to trust. You know, people are like, oh, geez, I thought you were helping me just to help me. I didn't mm -hmm. realize there were strings attached. Um, and, you know, again, you just have to believe in karma. Do things for people. It'll come back to you. You'll, you'll, you will get burned. Trust me, you will get burned. But the amount of times that it works in your favor will will overwhelm the number the few times you get burned well, um, here's a here's a powerful statement for you frank how many times does karma help you if you don't do anything yeah, right? so, none yeah. whether you believe yeah. in that thing or not it's a, yeah. the answer is none you don't get if you don't do if you don't ever attempt if you don't ever try you know i make a lot of phone calls do you know how many people call me back if i don't leave any voicemails none yeah. No, right? Right. You know, when I call them, I'm talking to them strictly about business, right? I never really honestly considered, uh, I have considered, I can't say that, but when I first call them, getting them on the phone is, is the toughest thing, of course. And then when I'm on the phone with them, I'm educating them about, you know, insurance in general, because I talk to a lot of real estate people about adding insurance into their business, right? As a residual right. revenue stream. And uh, they don't understand the benefits of that. So even if they don't buy my franchise, I still feel very confident that I'm giving them a lot of value um, to maybe uh, help them grow their business, even though they might not buy my franchise, right? Yeah. You know, I, I do a yeah. lot of uh, industry data collection and reports and white papers and real, real good information that I'll provide to folks, including things like this with, with interviewing somebody like you and providing some good networking information to folks. That's a, that's kind of my value give, right? You know, yeah. paying forward type thing. Um, that's great. Now, one of the things that a, a networking guy about 10 years ago, um, he wrote a book about LinkedIn. I happen to know him. He said to me, <laughs> he said to me one time, I forget the exact phrasing, but uh, the best way to get a referral is to give a referral or something along those lines. Now you got to build your relationships. You've got to educate the folks, but would you say that, you know, if, if there's folks out there listening today, that not the best way, a good way um, to, to get some referral generation going is to think about, you know, who you might be able to provide to someone and maybe 
does it make sense to provide that kind of value to someone? Is that a powerful tool? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I mean, you, you kind of, you know, um, you kind of step back on your statement. You said, you know, um, the best way to get a referral is to give a referral. Or, or then you said a, a way of getting a way. referrals, giving right. a referral. Um, and let me amend that by saying the only way to get value out of this world is to give value to it first. Right. So you might, you might not give somebody a referral per se, um, but just do something for them. Okay. And, and so it's, I mean, it's, referrals are not like money. You know, a $10 bill is a $10 bill. Um, referrals aren't necessarily like that. So, uh, you know, a, a realtor might give an insurance person a hundred referrals mm -hmm. and, and may not expect anything in return other than take care of my clients, please. Cause they need to have insurance to close. Yep. Now, I need to look good, you know? And so that's certainly, that's certainly part of the give back. But if that insurance person gives that realtor one great referral of somebody who's selling and then buying, um, you know, that even though it's only one referral, it might be, you know, the value of it, you know, might be immense compared to the hundred referrals that have been given. Um, and you can drive yourself crazy trying to keep score. So don't, but it's really about adding value, adding value to, to the world, uh, getting out there and volunteering with charities. You know, if you're in a community, find a way to get involved with the community, figure out what it is that you're passionate about in that community. When I, when I say community, um, it, people define that in all sorts of different ways, depending if you live in a, a small town or a bigger town. Um, but get yourself involved in the community because the people that you get yourself involved with will find out what you're about and they see that you're contributing to the community. And even though it's not directly benefiting them, they know it's benefiting the community and that's gonna build favor in their eyes towards you. Um, but you know, you just need to get involved. And, and so the people you're working with will see that and the people who just know that you're involved will see it. And it just, it, you know, again, it really serves to benefit you. So it's to get value, to get referrals, to get opportunities, to get introductions to strategic partners. You just need to add value to the world and then certainly let people know what are the things that you're looking for. That's always a key as well. Mm -hmm. And when you want them, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> when, when it is, not, not what you do, when you do it. That's so right. do. we've talked a lot about networking and some different things, you know, reasons why folks are not getting referrals and stuff like that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, about your business. You, you, you own a franchise company, so you're a franchisor. Um, I work for a franchisor. We're in, you know, complimentary non-competing businesses, right? Yep. So I want to give you a chance here to kind of explain to our listeners, um, you know, how does your business work? Uh, is this something, I mean, this is kind of a softball question, of course, but is this something that folks should, you know, take a look at? I mean, you, you offer a franchise business, a proven system and model for what you do. Can you explain to our listeners what that is? Yeah, we, what the organization does is we help, we help local businesses put together these referral groups, uh, entrepreneurs, sales reps, and professionals that meet on a weekly basis to learn about each other and exchange referrals. A, a model very similar to BNI. A lot of people are familiar with that. 
Um, and so what our franchisees do is we teach them the process for putting these groups together. And we have franchisees out there that have multiple groups. They're not just operating one, they're all operating multiple groups. But the unique thing about this, John, is that this is something that people can add on to what they're already doing. All my franchisees do something else. For a couple hours in the morning, a few mornings a week, they're working with their groups. And about nine o'clock, they're done. Um, and then from there on, they're insurance agents, they're realtors, they're mortgage lenders, they're attorneys, they're coaches, they're consultants of various kinds. Um, and this dovetails nicely with what they're doing. So not only do they make more money from all these professional connections that they're kind of pulling together, because those people are all referring them businesses, business, um, but they make money building these professional connections. In other words, they get a chunk of that dues that are being paid in. They um, should already be doing this anyway, right? They should, yeah. already, well, they should and, already be part of that, that type of networking group. So why not consider, you know, bolting it on to, to their existing business that they already have? I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah, most, you know, the franchisees I have that are really successful see that bigger picture. Yeah. They, you know, I need to be doing this anyway. And you're gonna, I'm gonna be making money doing something I need to be doing anyway, so why not? Good deal, good deal. Well, Frank, man, I really appreciate your time. You've shared some nuggets with us there. I definitely appreciate it. Maybe uh, sometime in the future, we can have you back on for sure. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to have you back in. You've got such a wealth of knowledge. Now, I wanna give our folks a chance here to, to be able to connect directly with you. What's the best way to, to reach out to you? Is it, you know, are you, you know, should they reach out to you? Facebook, LinkedIn, phone, email, website. How would you prefer folks to, to connect with you? Well, you know, to be honest, everybody likes to communicate in their own way. And I, I tell people I'm happy to meet anybody on their own terms. So if they go to my website, frankagan.com, uh, which is different than my business website, but if you go to frankagan.com, it'll link you to my podcasts. It'll show you the books I've written, but it'll link you to my LinkedIn, my Facebook, my Twitter, um, you can reach out to me and my email's on there as well. What, you know, whatever your preference is for communicating. And I find people are all across the board. Um, sure. Yeah. Personal preference. So that's Frank Agin, F-R-A-N-K-A-G-I-N.com, right? Yep. All right. Good deal, buddy. Thank you so much for your time. You're always, always so giving with your time with me. I truly appreciate it. Folks, it's Frank Agin, the CEO of AmSpirit Business Connections. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening in to yet another episode of Top Dog Radio. This podcast is focused on small business growth, and we love interviewing top dogs. If you're a top dog in your market or you know someone that is that would make a great person to be interviewed on our podcast, please reach out to me or have them reach out to me. My cell phone is 484 484- 942-6383. You can call or text. You can email me at john at topdogradio.com or find me on LinkedIn, search for John Henning and Facebook, search for John Henning as well. Thank you so much. And don't forget to visit us at topdogradio.com for other episodes.